I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice, as of a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And what you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars. Out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Write the things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which will take place after this. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand, and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. Chapter 2 Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. His glory and presence is beyond description and beyond words. And he, humans were born to fellowship with Him forever. Amen. Glory to God. Father God, thank You for today. Thank You for the privilege of being Your child. Jesus, thank You for saving us. Holy Spirit, we welcome You and acknowledge that You are God. I bless those listening that You'll reveal Your glory to them. I believe with them for that. I believe with them for their needs, for their, if they need healing, I believe with them for that, for a miracle. In the wonderful name of Jesus and Lord, send out laborers to the harvest fields in Africa continue to send revival there, anoint ministries, men and women of God, and ministries like CFAN, Christ for All Nations, in the wonderful name of Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. That's one theme of this message. I want to emphasize the main things though. Continue to emphasize His glory and presence beyond words. He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. And every person on the earth was born to fellowship with Him. And yet most people do not know that. Most people do not know Jesus as Lord and Savior. 
there's an eternal revelation about okay well let me say everything in our most holy faith is an an eternal revelation and the truth and revelation that these things are hidden from human beings in many many different ways that's that's I mean, it's beyond words. Um, And yet, I want to emphasize and repeat, even if someone disagrees with, with what I'm about to say, doesn't change it. Number one, His glory and presence is, is so wonderful. On the one to ten scale of pleasure, He's infinity. Okay. And and that's the answer. Someone could stop listening right now to this message. That's the answer for every person on the earth. Really, it's that simple. And then number 2, every person was born to fellowship with with God, with Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit forever. It's just beyond I mean Every child under the age of five who dies goes directly to heaven. They were born to fellowship with Jesus and His pre- His presence and glory is so wonderful. And yet, a third point, most people don't realize that, right? Even, even many believers who are in the born-again phase don't understand His glory and presence that He's so glorious and wonderful and He offers a celebration. He offers... uh, He gives everything that a person dreams of. People in the world want to have fun, right? And have a blast and just enjoy. They say that. I want to enjoy life. Why? Because God made them that way. They're made in God's image and likeness. God is is a God of true celebration. <clears throat> now, on the outside, people don't see that, right? They're, they're, they and even some things, you know, we think about the sacrifice of Jesus, which is central. Our faith is based on that, and central to our faith, of course, the foundation. I mean, he, but now he offers a celebration. And the Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ. That's another thing. We don't. The beginning of this message has that wonderful description of Jesus Christ from the book of Revelation, chapter 1. We don't have to wait. Here's the, the next point that I want to make. We don't have to wait to get to heaven because Jesus, the Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ. He is God. Amen. Amen. And that's... Glory to God. A time out. This is Wonder and Reality. My name's Jim. Today is, is Sunday where I am right now. This sub-series is called The Secret Place. Based on Jesus' words, pray to your Father who's in the secret place. Amen. And the overall series is The Glory of the Lord. Our website, wonderreality.org, 
please do visit our website. There's a lot of free materials. The homepage has most of our websites. Also, Descriptions of Jesus and of Heaven by people who have been to heaven and seen Jesus Christ. Amen. I do have some good news to share with partners. Um, just some... some uh, I'll try to share that at the end of this message. But And today I also... One theme that I want to emphasize is prayer. I know I'm bringing up a lot of main themes, main truths. Sometimes we think, you know, someone once said, a man of God once said, I don't know about you, but Sundays have never been easy for me. You know, going, well, when we find the Holy Spirit, Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, I I truly believe we will understand the celebration. And before we find Him in that way, things are probably difficult. You know, even the subject of prayer and the subject of repentance, all these things. Forget, let's forget all of that. That's what I want to continue to emphasize. Jesus offers everything a person dreams of. Um, He gives happiness, favor, good fortune, fortune, good fortune, riches. That's that's just in the Beatitudes. That's the, in one of His very first teachings. He gives joy, and potentially joy unspeakable and full of glory. He gives peace, and potentially for a person, the perfect peace and the peace that passes all understanding. He gives rest. That's famous Scripture. Come unto Me, all you that labor, I will give you rest. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. He gives the living water, which if someone drinks it, they'll never thirst. He satisfies every need. He said, He who comes to Me shall never hunger. He who believes in Me shall never thirst. All of this together, we realize that that the overview is um, He gives everything a person dreams of, and it's what humans were created to do is to know Him, to walk with Him, and spend eternity in glory. Amen. Okay, we previously, before getting born of the Holy Spirit, someone will look at all these various subjects, you know, whether it's prayer, uh, and think, oh, this is going to be, you know, a drudgery, it's difficult, it's... um, And that's altogether wrong. Um, We have certain misconceptions about prayer, I just want to mention a few. And again, these are examples of how things are hidden. So, Jesus said, look, let's look right at Jesus' words. He said, your Father knows what you have need of before you ask. Okay? He said, pray that the Lord of the harvest will send out labors into the harvest fields. The Lord of the harvest is the Holy Spirit. <coughs> And I truly believe this is because that's how people get, that's how there are results is when someone goes out with the anointing. I did hear a teaching once. Someone said, 
Jesus did not say to pray that people will um, get get saved. Now that may sound surprising. Someone may may disagree with that immediately, but um, he said, "Send out, pray that the Lord of the harvest will." send out laborers into the harvest fields. And and it's that anointing that gets results. That's how people get saved. That's how the body of Christ is built up. That's how people, you know, it's just glorious, so wonderful. Also, and I mentioned, Jesus said, your Father knows what you have need of before you ask. We often pray, right, for certain needs. That's good. We, we should do that. That's fine. But God knows our needs. I mean, He knows everything. Think, let's think about that. Your Father knows what you have need of before you ask. You know, it's just like He said, um, not a sparrow falls to the ground apart from His will. You know, He... Uh, and And... These things are eternal mysteries, but these are mysteries of the kingdom, and we can ex- we can experience these through the power of the Holy Spirit. Another thing related to this is the Lord's Prayer, is what it's called, one of the most famous portions of Scripture, possibly in the whole Bible. This is actually a revelation of prayer. And now many believers around the world recite this, right? And, and in church services and all that. That's great. That's okay. That's wonderful. But really, this entire prayer, and it also could be called the disciples' prayer or believers' prayer, is a revelation. And there's at least 23 glorious revelations that Jesus reveals here. One of which is the that there's a revealed will of God and the secret will of God. That secret will of God is hidden, so to speak. And so we are to seek that. And how do we receive it? Through the anointing, through the Holy Spirit. And it's even, you know, these 23 revelations that I'm going to, I'll try to put that in the notes. Um, I don't think included in that is literally the very first word, our Father who art in heaven. Our. So we are collectively, of course, His body. Um, We need to be in fellowship with other believers, in good standing with other believers, of course. And so even just the very first word is an eternal revelation that we are we're a group. We, you know, no man is or woman is alone, so to speak. Now, at the same time, I've been emphasizing what's the key to to knowing him, that personal, private, secret relationship with him. Your uh, the church, your church, and your Bible cannot save you. No one else can save you someone having parents and grandparents who are believers, they're very fortunate, but that doesn't save anyone, nothing else. It's a face-to-face encounter with Jesus 
and then so it's both in our most holy faith it's not either this or this it's both this and this amen it's and that secret it's is fascinating that so Jesus said pray to your father who's in the secret place he said go into your room shut your door pray to your father who's in the secret place and how do and and when we meet him and know him our hidden the hidden heart of man that person's hidden heart their spirit person becomes alive and in the born again phase they may not even know that you think about there's so much that we as believers don't even know or realize i mean there's an infinite number of examples of that the spirit realm is really one of the main ones. You know, that the spirit realm. There's three heavens. Jesus even said, Your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, glory to God, there's just incredible things going on. Billions of angels. The saints are actually watching the 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 body of Christ. That's the famous scripture in Hebrews, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. They're actually, I mean, now I'm not an expert on that, but but many, some people believe that they are watching and can see, you know, what's going on with the body of Christ. Amen. There's the second heaven. There's our atmosphere. Then there's the underworlds. Five places in the underworlds. Um, five, you might call them worlds in the underworlds. Let me try to, I want to take another kind of time out. I know I've been, I say that a few times, but I want to emphasize, celebrate Jesus. Have fun. Um, He's the most wonderful, beautiful, exciting person, most glorious, most... I mean, we just don't... You know, that's one thing that is hidden. It's definitely hidden from the world. But even uh, even believers, because we must prove ourselves worthy and go into the three phases of prayer to to meet Him in this way and to... um, it's the famous scripture, you shall seek me, you shall find me when you search for me with all your heart. That, that's in Jeremiah. And, and as I've been mentioning, the absolute key being born of the Holy Spirit, when we meet Him in that way, it's that everything makes sense. And it's now we realize this is all the greatest privilege. No more like drudgery or no boredom. It's the greatest privilege for a human being to spend even one second. If we only got to spend one moment or one second or one minute with 
the Almighty God. That would be the greatest privilege. And yet, He's given Himself fully and He offers Himself fully for eternity. I saw something on a car recently. It said, He died for me, so I will live for Him. Um, Let's remember that that same love and mercy and graciousness and giving nature that God has that is revealed fully in the sacrifice of Jesus is the same today and the same forever. That He's giving Himself to every person fully today in the same way. And for all eternity, every person who makes it to heaven, will He will give Himself to them fully. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening and for being a partner. And, and we greatly value your prayers. We need financial support. Some Yesterday's, um, I just want to mention on the main site... I want to pray for the visitors who visited our main site. We checked a few other sites, not many, but mainly these people in these locations were to our um, wonderreality.org. So I pray, Lord, for those in Russia, the Ukraine, in Iran, Bosnia and Herzegovina, in Tunisia, Indonesia, in Thailand, Vietnam, Hong Kong, India, Taiwan. And um, also I pray, Lord, for the listeners of this podcast, the readers of the books. Again, I want to say thank you to our partners. These things, exciting things are happening. It's fun. It's to, to see the people who, well, to see the locations of people finding our websites. One yesterday was in New Caledonia, which is a, like, part of, it's a, um, technically, it's a collectivity of France. It's a, um, a sovereign state. It has about 270,000 people. Um, also yesterday, you know, Bosnia and other people, uh, visitors from Tunisia. So, um, generally, every day there's there's visitors from new countries, um, either on average one or two. So it, we're, now, again, I want to emphasize I'm not promoting. I know I'm sounds like I'm I'm well I'm promoting them now, but other than on this podcast, our ministry has not promoted any of our websites really in any way we have more than 50 websites there's we've done no marketing this is like an experiment this is what i want to say i just at least want to say this a great man of god says if we have to push it that's the flesh and that has to die that's a brilliant absolutely brilliant because it's the anointing it's the presence of Jesus. And we can learn from patriarchs of the faith. Okay, 
for example, Kenneth Hagin, he's not the one who said what I just said, but Kenneth Hagin, patriarch of the faith, he, the only technology that I'm aware of that he, that his ministry had access to back, you know, in, in, during his main years was the printing press for books. He was on the radio, but that was probably later um, because he, his ministry began, I think, in like the 19... 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, he did not have the technology. It was he. They asked him, "What's the secret? The presence of Jesus." And so his ministry went around the world. More than 70, 80 million books in print all over the world. And so, as an experiment with with our ministry, I'm not promoting things. We are not doing for all these websites, for our books, for our um, podcast. No marketing, nothing. Um, no on on our websites. There's no ads. No nothing about our ministry. Even on most, except their main site. Yes, is that? But all the other websites. I mean, our ministry is not even mentioned. But I'm just. I want to just continue to emphasize that yes it's the it's the presence of Jesus that's the key for every person in the world unbelievers they must find Jesus Christ their eternal destiny depends on it for believers his presence and glory is just that's the answer and that's how you know, we want to make a difference, right? We want to help people. Well, the greatest way is the anointing. People can get saved, healed, delivered, set free. They can find the anointing themselves, the presence and glory of God. They've got everything in, that they will ever need for all eternity. Amen. That. And then that's what's so awesome is that they you know salvation is the greatest miracle and then every step along the way going into the phases the four phases every one of those that's the greatest miracle for a person that's the greatest thing it's the great you know we go from glory to glory from one glorious revelation to the next and so Someone gets the anointing. Uh, someone gets saved, and if they catch the spirit, that that's what some people call it. That you know, it's not. He's not taught as much as he's caught. Someone catches that, and then now they first they have found what they were created and born to do. They have the greatest thing in the universe. And now they can do ministry. And now it multiplies. It multiplies. Some of these great men of God that I've mentioned, one of the things that's so powerful is all of their basically children in the Spirit, you know, followers of their ministry and that are in their stream, that are also doing ministry, that are touching the world. I mean, that, that's very powerful. I almost don't want to mention names, but 
I, I have been wanting to say this. Isn't it, I want to give credit to some of these patriarchs of the faith. Reinhard Bonnke, Kenneth Hagen, T.L. Osborne, Oral Roberts. Now, he's pretty well known because he was on TV and things like that. Um, Marilyn Hickey, Kenneth Copeland, many others that we likely, that we don't know about. But isn't it, here's some points. Number one, isn't it very ironic? These people, you know, the, the magnitude of their ministry is beyond words. Reinhard Bonnke preached to more people than really anyone in history because part of that is just because of modern times and so forth, that there's more people today. <laughs> as many as 80 million people saved through his ministry. No telling how many people there, that are in his stream, right, and in his, of the anointing that have gone out and done ministry and had incredible accomplishments like that. And yet most of the world has never heard of Reinhard Bonnke, ever. They have no idea who he is. Isn't that ironic? I mean, basically, we know it's a big world. There's seven and a half billion people. Especially, also, this applies to someone like T.L. Osborne, a patriarch of the faith who's preached to millions of people. He's now in heaven. Incredible and he is virtually unknown. Even believers. I mean, there's 2.3 billion Catholics and Christians in the world. I would predict that only less than 3% or even 2% have ever heard of T.L. Osborne. And they would, all that other group, they would discount what these people have done, right? That, it bugs me. I'm just sharing with you something. I've never really shared this. You know, Oral Roberts is well known, right? There's a university named after him, all that. People criticize him. People, you know, he. how foolish that is. People criticize Kenneth Hagin. They asked Kenneth Hagin once, they said, did you hear what these people said? And all he said was, well, maybe they'll come around. He didn't worry about a thing. He just walked with Jesus. I, I want to tone this down, but I, I want to shake us up. One aspect of what I'm presenting, I just want to say, isn't it ironic that most people in the world have never heard of these people, have no idea. Forget that. They don't understand the anointing. That's the got to, that has to be the greatest irony in the world. The presence of Jesus is the answer and He's the most wonderful, glorious, beautiful person. So magnificent and everything that He does, so wonderful. And, 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 and yet most people are not saved Okay, but also most people just don't understand that at all. 
don't realize that His presence and glory is available, that He will, He offers and gives them, gives everything that they dream of, including spending eternity in heaven in the in his presence and glory for eternity there that has to be it's the greatest irony and the greatest tragedy i'd never want to inf- well i think i've spoken too much about my little ministry today but I did. I do want to mention that I did have a vision of hell, and I saw the enemy. And so, when I uh, had this vision, I heard the loud wailing of what sounded like a multitude of people, and they were in agony, and and it was very scary, and. Hell's a real place. Now we know fully about hell because of Mary Baxter's book, A Divine Revelation of Hell, and other books, numerous other books, really. Um, Bill Weiss went to hell for 23 minutes. His book is available, 23 Minutes in Hell. Um, Our ministry's done a book, Hell, 13 Testimonies from a Real Place. Um, Kenneth Hagin saw hell. I want, I, so that's why I want to just really, really continue to proclaim this and and shake us up, get us, and 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 also I do this week. I want to continue about the secret place, but also about the celebration and and how that's something that is hidden. I'll try to finish with that. That celebration and the fact that it's even it that's some that is hidden from people. You know, you think about one of the big objections that people have, and they may not come out and say it, but they just think that it's going to be uh, boring and dry and dull, and they have to give up all the fun things, and they can't have fun, and they can't. Uh, and it's going to be difficult, and they have to go to these religious services and. That are unnatural, and and that you know they think. <laughs> I give the story that when before I found the Holy Spirit, you know my my mom made us go to church, and one of the greatest things for us it was a great church, great people. Okay, I'm very fortunate, but we were so excited to leave church because we could go and just have a blast and go have fun and play sports and have lunch and go hang out with friends and all these things. I mean, just, that's altogether wrong. Because it's a celebration with Jesus. It's not that, and the, and the finding the Holy Spirit, that's the key. Amen. Thank you for listening. I wanted to share these new things. I, I really, um, thanks for your patience and blessings. <laughs>